Rape. It's another fucking episode it's of your fucking favorite podcast slash shit show <laughs> of your fifth favorite train wreck <laughs> shit show by virtue of like how often you change your computer settings. Well, so we're back on. Uh, so we are currently now successfully operating on my Linux machine. Don't so hold your breath. it's all working. For the love of God, please don't say successful. We because are, yeah. it's going to fucking... Okay, let, let, let us consider the amount of times that you have been absolutely certain that something was work. working, that I did it. It literally happened tonight. Five minutes ago. Yes. Uh, mostly because I had made a small change so in my... So you've uh, uh, fucked it. We will probably cut out here in like five to ten minutes and uh have a good night yep <laughs> and that's the end of the episode and that's all the shit we have for you today Wait. so so far the episode has worked perfectly okay it's the end it's the end that's over that's all we that's all the that's perfect it. we have for tonight we're all out of perfect uh, so, uh, just end it before it fucks up something catastrophic happens <laughs> And then we can we can keep talking. The rest of this is just the outro. Uh, that way, if it gets cut suddenly because of some fuck up that, from the technology, it's all good because it was the end ending outro anyway. It's just a bunch of extra bullshit. Well, welcome to a very short episode of perfect quality streaming with Unfurled. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the time we well, have. For today. It's actually not perfect quality streaming because I forgot to turn that light off. So we've got like blue and yellow. Light. You don't like blue and yellow? Everywhere. You don't like blue and yellow? Uh, I mean, they go good together. T tell you what. But tell you what. I'll do something just for you. What's that? Just what, for you. What are you going to do? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He He's walking across the room like a T-Rex. He's T-Rex stomping. Oh, hey. Look at that. The The lighting got fixed. And he comes back like a T-Rex. That's awesome. So the lighting's fixed, which has absolutely <laughs> makes literally no difference to the people who are listening to the podcast version, but all of the difference uh, to the people on the live stream. Well, welcome so. to uh, welcome to uh, closed captioning with Unfurled. <laughs> I don't uh, actually, that, that's up not, to turn off the lights. That's uh, not closed captioning. Descriptive that's audio. Video. Video. Sorry, descriptive video. That's what I meant to say. That's the one. Yep. That's the one. You you drop something. You 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 drop something. You you dropped it again. <laughs> actually, technically, it Pick was dropped it twice. 
So, we are back with a whole new episode, and by whole new episode, I mean, is it just going to be us talking about stupid bullshit yet again? Uh, I don't want to talk about your shit. I mean, we could have an entire conversation about poop. Let's... And Actually, maybe we should. We could, and we could talk about what it means when it's, like, when it floats versus when it sinks. See? We spoke too soon. Benzuka's out of jump frames. Oh, I don't boy. fucking care. <laughs> Let's ignore it like it never We're happened. We're just pretend that that's on their end. So, yep. anyway, uh, we I have had a fairly interesting week so far. And by fairly interesting week, I mean... Um, did I mention that I purchased a sewing machine on the last episode? Is that a thing that I talked about? I don't think you owned a sewing machine yeah, last episode. So I no. own a sewing machine now, and behind... Adam, there, there's about, well, not about, there is 12 <laughs> meters of uh, denim. Wait, 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 hang on, back up. How many meters? 12. All right, just just to get the story straight, you know, in case we need to call in witnesses. That's or... uh, 36 feet of denim just <laughs> laying on the floor. That's That's at least, you know... That's only two percent of a Trump rally. It's at least fourteen feet of denim. Two percent of a Trump rally. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> a whopping two percent. You know, because you got to rock that. You know, the jean, the jeans with the cutoffs and the you know the jean jacket and jean shirt and probably jean fucking underwear and socks and yep. jean hat. <laughs> so the chat is saying that in this episode, I am going to vote for Trump. Um, have they heard <laughs> your argument on that particular topic? Uh, I think they have. They might have. I don't think they have. Which one? Which argument? I've got a few. Uh, the reasons for which you would vote for Donald Trump. I, because he's not Hillary, and because I'd rather watch. Oh, you Ameri- have much more in-depth expl- I, well, explanation than the that. Whole, I, I know that I've talked about this, and the whole thing is just that I would rather see America burn to the ground and rise back up out of the ashes like a phoenix than to go another fucking four years with the same old bullshit. Okay, we would slowly die of a painful leukemia death. We would like fucking i feel like that would happen under either presidency and that we would no, be lucky I... to see america burn to the ground if trump were elected yeah well that, that's the thing is people are like well you don't have to live there i'm like you know you're watching you know, your relative is going to have a problem and you have the option they die quickly right now or I mean, you can drag their death out for four months of fucking pain I mean, and suffering. I'm going to choose can't, them right now. You can't blame it. them for being ignorant. I mean, just look at their political candidates. Yeah. So uh, there is Trump news, mainly that uh, basically... It, the same shit as always? Well, Trump is basically just a walking rapist at this point. Uh, well, I, at I, this point. Like, well, now more He, he is, ever. as he, far as... Like, I'm sure he's been recorded several times to this effect as well, but I'm pretty sure he's just been a rapist his entire life. Well, so, okay, so a bunch of stuff came out with Trump basically, like, saying all kinds of terrible shit about women, which, I mean, n- nobody fucking saw that coming. He's he's a straight-up scandal goldfish. I feel like Trump <laughs> might have been one of those kids that got, like, really bullied in school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He, like just fucking ruthlessly he's, like he's one of those guys that gets he brutally got, bullied in adulthood 
Yeah. Well, I mean that yeah. too, but I mean like he probably got like swirlies as a kid and like got his lunch money taken away. Uh, and, and now he's and now he's getting back. Like Maybe. it's like no it's one of those kids, like nobody liked him in the first place, and so then he turned into an asshole and now people hate him even more. Maybe maybe <clears throat> this is where it all stems from. Maybe he went to like uh Maybe he's like got daddy ma- issues. Maybe, maybe, honestly, maybe he was in a majority, <clears throat> like a Latino school, and they all used to pick on him and swirly him and stuff. And now he's just like, I hate Latinos and them <laughs> yeah. damn Mexicans. Every race of yep. person just picked on him as a kid. <laughs> yeah, it was half. It was half Chinese and half Latino. No, it was uh, one person who was all of those ethnicities. Ah, uh, yes. It just, so black, Asian, so like it, Jewish, he, he Mexican. Was, no, he was one of the gray people from South Park. One <laughs> of the gray people? You don't remember that episode? The gray people came... I haven't seen that uh, all there, that There's much. an entire episode where gray people from the future came to the present as refugees, and they were gray because it was just like all the races on earth had commingled <laughs> and there was now just one race and they're all gray. The gray. Yeah. It's um, kind of a spooky thought to be honest. It's like when they, when they're like filling out official like healthcare paperwork and it's like, what nationality are you? And they're like, um, is there an all box? <laughs> I can Honestly, I actually, I actually had this discussion with a nice gentleman and uh we were discussing about the fact that he was he was explaining that i guess uh jamaica now is the island is very much there's like a line right down the middle and it's segregated nationalities now he's like there's a lot of he said there's a lot of chinese there now um he's he's like and then you know the like the um caribbean people and uh, it's just a huge melting pot now, and he's he explaining. Door. Fine, fine. Walk was... away. Fine, walk away, Tal. Just walk away. Um, but at any rate, and he was explaining how he he got sent he got sent like healthcare paperwork, and he was like, "They're like, what race are you?" And he's like, "Well, I am black." He's like, but I'm also Chinese. So there's no real box for that. So he's just like, okay, I'm black. And they're like, all right. And they, and they kind of like looked into it and they were like, wait, this isn't right. Okay. And then they sent him a second paperwork, like a revised. And it was just like, okay, what, what are you with different options? So they'd be like, you know, like black, Asian, Caucasian, you know, other. Yeah. And he's like, okay, now I can actually, now that there's another box, I can hit the other now the second time. So he hits the, he hits the other box and he writes in like, um, you know, he's like Caribbean. Like, yeah. yeah. And they're just like, they send him a third set of paperwork and they're like, you got to figure this out. Like we have to figure out what nationality you actually are. And he's like, but you don't give me an option for a black Chinese guy. So <laughs> he's just like, what do you want me to do? So they sent him a third revised, uh, a third, third revised form that said, what nationality are your parents? And he's like, <laughs> perfect. And it's a fill in the blank. And it's just like, just a line. And he fills in the blank. Boom. Never heard from them again. Everything's, <laughs> everything's fine now. Oh, you know what it was? Wow. It was the census. That's oh, okay. what it was. It, he did the census. He had to do the census. 
three times. Well, like, I, I was wondering like, what like question about nationality had to do with what race you were. Yeah, so that that's that was his. Yeah, it was the census. That's what it like. Was. I mean, I if, if, if actually, that were a problem, I wouldn't be able to fill in any yeah census form. I mean, I was th- I was actually thinking it was like a medical form or something, but I was also really confused. What forms actually ask you what color of skin you have? Like what race? Yeah, yeah. well, that's well, medical forms will because there are uh, that's somewhat relevant. Yeah, but like there, there's, there's no other form medical issues that affect you know specifically black people more often and the, specifically Chinese people yeah, more often. But like, there's next to no other form that can actually request that information, mm. or maybe they. I mean, would request that information. I feel like they I'm could. sure that the form to join the KKK has that question on it. But... Do you really think it... they have a form? <laughs> I mean, can bring I your... can I go to kkk.com? Bring your download the KKK registration form. The, the, get so my KKK membership. The Hell's Angels actually have a website. Well, um, that's that's no surprise. I mean, and they're a full organization. And turns out. They have a trademark on the Hells Angels logo. Mm. Like, it's not just the gang sign. Like, that is a trademark corporate fucking logo. That's ridiculous. And they were suing another company that was using a similar-ish logo. Um, Yes, they can. uh, And it's like, because it infringes on their intellectual Mm. property. I'm like... You're a biker gang. What the fuck are you doing <laughs> suing people in the courtroom? Like, that gets you way too close to jail than I thought any of you would be fucking comfortable with. <laughs> well, there's, there's the things so that many... people are willing to do on paper. And like, then, like, do you think they keep a, like, well-detailed record of all of the illegal dealings they've been doing? I mean, Maybe. Maybe they have then, like a point like, system. The the Hell's Angels seem to be more like a um I want I want to find well, what's, out What's what's that like designation you get in D&D when you're like is it chaotic good? Chaotic, chaotic good. good. Yeah, no, I I just remembered it. But like the Hell's Angels are like the chaotic good. No, of, they're no. definitely chaotic evil. Actually, uh, they're I, more I would, lawful evil. No, I would say neutral. Yeah. No, honestly, I've met some. I I've actually had some uh, a friend or two over the years that their parents or one of their parents was a part of the yeah, Hell's Angels, it, it, and they're super nice. Like some like, some of them. The some, as is, far as I'm aware, they're normal people that well, belong some, to a scrupulous well, gang so of people. No, there, but there's them, a lot of rumors about it, and there are certain clubs that don't have very uh, have very shady. Uh, ways to get in like the thing is there's members and then there's badged members which is it's like two levels and to become a fully badged member like there are clubs that like the fucking hazing or initiation ritual is pretty much murder one like to I, become a fully badged member I, I should clarify i know hell's angels is not good but i mean no. i've heard and this is only anecdotal and yeah. so like I so that they're not all like murderers apparently. N- they're not all murderers, no. But like, don't fuck with them, please. No, for don't the love of fuck. Don't do that. They, no, that's, that's they will kind of a ruin given. your shit. Um, it's like any other gang. Generally, just don't fuck around with gangs. Uh, because there are a lot of them, and one of you, and they will ruin your shit. Well, and they don't really care. 
Yeah. But yeah, they don't really have that. that I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, the Hell's just, Angels doesn't strike me as a gang or a group that's no. afraid of going to court. I know. I just, I found it interesting. Like, you know, there are so many police officers with things like handcuffs in that room. And there's a gang will willingly walking into it. It's just, but you know how broken the like, American judicial system is like, it, it just, it, it seems to me like walking into a courtroom as a hell's angel will not immediately get you arrested. No, but it just, it feels like a Satanist going to a church event you know, Which like, I'm sure they also <laughs> have no problem with. They probably like, don't, but it's just... What kind of Satan is like, oh, I don't want to step into a church. I might burn on the cross. There's, It's just, I don't know. There's a sense of irony in Actually, that. Actually, I think that's me. more dangerous going into a church as a Satanist than it is going into a courtroom as a hell's angel. It depends on how wanted you are. <clears throat> If you're wanted, you don't go into a courtroom. Yeah, I think that's I my fucking think, point. No, I think it's I think it's mainly the ones that do like the business side of the organization yeah. deal with that stuff specifically and don't get in trouble for like, that stuff. Here, like, here's the thing about you know not like at least up until the point where you get caught is that you know the law has no or breaking the law has no actual bearing on. Uh, the court system until you get caught true i like i like that point that was just made they probably send a lawyer and they, they pay, pay with money, money. <laughs> thank or, you Jigaboo. I mean, or coke they they probably could pay with coke just send they, crates of coke whatever <laughs> yeah i, I, mean, I don't lawyers like coke i don't want to hire the lawyer that accepts payments in coke but i'm sure they exist <laughs> i mean are you sure? Because he'd probably be a kick-ass fucking lawyer. Now, probably um, he deals in financials. How, how long intense. has he been doing coke as a lawyer? <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's the, an expiry the, date. The there. lawyer that does that takes payment in coke is probably mostly a white-collar crime financial sector lawyer, but at the same time, probably really good at it. Um, you know, if you can hook him up with some sweet Colombian, just be like all over that shit. And then you'd be like, yeah, my shit's covered. I'm good. Don't, don't, not even worried anymore. <laughs> it'd be fucking intense on the program. <laughs> Every 15 minutes, he, he like, you know, goes out for a bathroom break, comes out like rubbing his fucking teeth. Just keeps interrupting the fucking judge. Like, I object! Everyone is just like, holy shit. Just keeps scratching itches What's that, that fucking there? court game? Uh, yeah, fucking Phoenix, Phoenix Wright. Wright. Yeah, like, Phoenix does a whole, like, slamming on the desk thing. Objection! <laughs> and then they're just like, they're they in fucking recess. They just so fucking fast from the courtroom. <laughs> Why she does that and they're from fucking recess. Nobody's in the fucking courtroom. <laughs> he just, like, looks around and he's like, oh, nobody's here. Should have saved that. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> he, like, practices his fucking objection off but on the side. He fucking brings a mirror into the courtroom just starts, like, practicing in front of everyone <laughs> oh man uh, what what you never seen a guy practice before <laughs> uh, uh that's amazing yeah man if only lawyers were that interesting <laughs> believe me there it i grew up around lawyers and i can tell you nothing even close to being remotely interesting ever happens 95 percent of the job all you're doing is reading through 
piles and piles and piles and piles of paperwork. Another 3% you're writing things down in more piles of paperwork. And then the other 2%, well, another 1%, you're driving to the courtroom. And then the other 1%, you're actually inside of the courtroom where you're usually just sitting with your fucking hand on your head, trying your best not to fall the fuck asleep as the officer interrogates a witness who can't remember anything. Or doing that or the, the glasses rub that, uh, yeah, the uh, like, man. where you're just rubbing your glasses, just like, I could be doing so much paperwork right now. <laughs> I could be doing so much coke right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, that's, that's the thing. People think that being a lawyer is all like, yeah, you get to put the bad guy away. No, your job is literally paperwork forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Forever paperwork. You're basically the legal system secretary. That's what the <laughs> lawyers do. <laughs> like, they do paperwork, file paperwork, make paperwork, and sort and store paperwork. That is what <laughs> lawyers do. They're, it's not a fun job. A human filing cabinet with yeah, a brain. That, like, that's the thing is, I remember going down into the, the like, basement sorting paperwork area of the law office and it was literally just shelving unit after shelving unit after shelving unit like you know that forgotten section of the library where they're on those they're on those moving shelves with the big wheel thing it was like that full of just fucking boxes of cases that this one law office had handled one and they're required by law by the way to keep all of them securely for like seven years no, no, no for, oh, just forever. forever you you have to keep them just in case a cold case yeah they, oh, they fuck that noise <laughs> like, yeah they were to bring Christ. up something about it again then you're just like oh well okay the, tell you what every seven years you just burn the place down claim the insurance and then move to another building i mean seven <clears> years <throat> that's only for your own personal taxes but yeah uh, there are several other things that you have to keep for for seven years but uh I, I can imagine law documents being exempt from that particular rule well i'm guessing yeah. especially but like well there's no excuse to have that many filing cabinets like holding documents when well, they can all be digital that well that's the thing that is point, a, a lot of them are becoming digital now like this is back in like 1998 yeah, yeah. when you were younger <laughs> when right? i was a kid i mean granted like you even just remember like the fucking dentist's office oh god having like these big sliding racks of shit yeah. uh actually yeah. even just the um the the clinic yeah uh, sheldon they, schumer has yeah. fuck tons of those yeah they it's the same idea except yeah it's every case that has ever gone through this fucking law office every piece of communication and that is like this is the that's the reason that they had for each lawyer they had two secretaries and these like by the way Good legal secretaries are fucking magical. They can fit 15 hours into a six hour day. Somehow they'll make that shit happen. Coke. Yeah. Apparently. I don't know. <laughs> All they, the cocaine. Like they're just like, you're like, I have a meeting at two and two. And they're like, yep. And then one guy comes in at two. You finish off his meeting an hour later. The next guy comes in at two and you're wondering how that happened and it's the secretary that's how that happened she made it go back in time so you could finish your shit like 
fucking i remember some of them they'd just be like do you have the file for the and they're like yep there you go already had it It, that 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 means they're just very very good at their job (laughs) like people underestimate the power of a good secretary anyway i have been rambling for a long time that's fine we're used to it yeah uh in other news uh whoopi goldberg has no eyebrows I just had to bring that up. The fact, the fact that you fucking like you straight up frog memed when you found out that fucking Whoopi Goldberg didn't have eyebrows. I, I, I didn't. I didn't know. I have never ever noticed. And then I saw the fucking pictures. Yeah, she's got no eyebrows. How did I never notice this before in my fucking life? Because it's not something you. Because it's they're always I, there. I well, I watched Sister Act. No, but here, here's and the I thing. I never noticed. Okay, I, I like I'm, how that's your I'm argument just, to that. I'm just gonna say it. She's black. <laughs> Her I, eyebrows probably just aren't as visible, and so they're not quite as noticeable. I mean, you know, you think about the girl on the bus that has like her fucking sharpie on eyebrows. And you're like, well, that, yeah. And you're like, that looks and sounds fucking stupid. And then (laughs) like, you would absolutely notice it on like anyone else if they didn't have eyebrows. Not necessarily. I don't know, man. Probably though. If you look at a picture of literally any other person on fucking earth with no eyebrows, it's immediately noticeable. Immediately. It looks so fucking weird. To have no eyebrows. I, I don't know. I worked with, I don't know. I worked with many people that for like six or seven years later, like, like after working with them, well, like after working with them for like four years, they'd be like, oh, is that a new piercing? I'm like, no, I've, I've had this the entire time. <laughs> I've True. Known. Like people do do that. But I mean, like, I'm just looking at people with no eyebrows here. And it but looks see, weird but as see, fuck. Now you're aware of it, though. You're hyper aware of it, so it's not going to be the same. I mean, that it's. I, I will give you half credit for that one. That is okay because there are plenty of people where, like, if if it was just a glance and I didn't think anything of it, then granted. But there are so many people that walk around with shaved or sharpied on eyebrows. That you're like that looks stupid. I mean, that it's you, like it's just not as plausible that you, you I wouldn't notice it on anyone else. Sharpie on the fucking like pelican wing eyebrows, or, or know, even people that, that just try to sharpie on normal eyebrows to it, look normal. And I'm like, and yeah. you're still like, well, that's just not. I've I've actually yeah. never really understood that like hyper makeup that people do, like the. You know, they tear their own eyebrows off and then redraw on eyebrows in different locations and oh, shit. Here's like, Obama without I, a nose. I've never understood that as a fashion. Like, Oop. you know, the, there are things. Makeup can take a, a average looking person and make them look fucking beautiful. It can do some. What the fuck? <laughs> um, it can do some amazing things, you know, and it works great with some people. But the thing is, all of the, you know, beauty shots and stuff that I see of people that are doing like the makeup and stuff, they're doing their best to accentuate natural features. 
but I, and that I can get. You take the good things and you bring them out. But like, I have never understood the full blown ripping parts of your face off and then adding them back on with markers. Like, I just, which mm. I think the only thing you can really do that with is eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, though, some drawn on eyebrows, if you do it right, it looks fine. Yeah, I honestly don't mind it at all. It looks like just fine. I just I don't because it looks natural. I, I don't. Though. Yeah, I don't quite get it. Your goal is to remove your eyebrows no, and no, then no, no, draw no. them back to look as if you had eyebrows. No, but the point of the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that the majority of girls do that is because their eyebrow color, like the color of the hair is like blonde. So it looks like they have no eyebrows and they don't like it. And they want yeah. something to actually accentuate. So, so they, they draw they them draw, on. But they draw over their already existing But you eyebrows. basically can't see their eyebrows yeah. though, right? And some people honestly have like weird spotty hair. Like the growth isn't there. And it just, honestly, it's no different than yeah. like why somebody would use just for men. <laughs> to like fill in the spots of their hair and then these girls are just like no. well this hair when, is fucked yeah but when, see so, I, I like my gray hair though when, so. when you start going bald but what yes, you're supposed you to do, do though what you're supposed to and do anyone else is insecure what you're supposed to do though when you start going bald is shave your head and grow a goatee everybody knows that that, that I, is... I do not look forward to that day <laughs> i at, like I, I, I I will shave like the top of my head, but like we'll see how the rest goes. You have to you have to rock the the like not mohawk the the mohawk that goes like over here kind of thing. Oh my god, no! Or just get the ring like the fucking no, my... monk ring and then turn that into a mohawk, just sticking out sideways. <laughs> What's I, it with you and mohawks? I I don't know i just i think it's like funny. honestly when my dad went bald he had the the ring of hair and he would shave the middle oh yeah which is probably what i'm going to have to do because i, I don't want to do that either because it'll look fucking terrible nobody does the ring of hair anymore just no pick it all off all gone dude okay you know what we should start like a charity. I will shave my head and you can see how fucking awful <laughs> I look. <laughs> how, how much money in uh, donations would you need to get to shave your fucking head? Do I hear one dollar, one dollar going? <laughs> okay, wh what are we and currently... And which charity are we giving to? Uh, by donations, charity, I meant to our Patreon. No, and <laughs> we, if we do this, it's to a charity. Okay, fine, charity. Um, some sort of animal charity. Or or the children's hospital or that is something we'll okay. figure something out the children's we'll, animal we'll, we'll hospital something okay we'll so make what, this a thing. What, what's what's the date october 13th so let's give them until well, well we'll figure it out and we'll make an announcement on the next episode all right we'll, we'll figure it out <laughs> oh my god the, the roll and shaving his head charity and that, that, that is going to be like here's the 800 whatever dollars for me shaving my head and looking I, they, like a rapist they do it they they they'd enjoy that what's what's that what's that i hear on the ridge is that the unfortunate voice of regret <laughs> i do believe it is uh, uh so I'll, I'll come over and shave your head and eyebrows maple made gaming and uh, see how you like it. Uh, I like, uh, yeah, I like uh, uh, Jacobu's idea there. You have to shave your head and eyebrows. And then dry your eyebrows back on. 
See, guys, I still have a desk job. I can't shave my fucking eyebrows. <laughs> if you told your... Uh, if you told I'm not telling them it's our fucking charity. <laughs> 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 Mostly because I don't want to have to live with the repercussions of having no fucking eyebrows. Uh, You're with that shit for a whole year. Yeah. Jesus. So, uh, I don't actually have a thing. Other we can than the, absolutely live stream it. Yeah. Other than the stupid bullshit that I've been rambling about. Did you guys have a thing that you wanted to talk about? Uh, just the general disappointment in mankind. I mean... Uh, that is a thing. <laughs> I, I've been, I've been looking at Twitter and just one, the people that seem to think that like anything to do with the election is normal. Uh, it's not. And then the people that are making this like entirely like a question of like people questioning Hillary's credentials because she's a woman. Which is also stupid. It's, it's like that thing I sent you uh, earlier, Tell. Wh- which one? There's a, there, well, there's a game, there's a game coming out where you basically play you play like a lady and you basically like butt battle and oh, do yeah and that, that's actually that uh, it's not just a game that's an entire an anime entire thing it's an yeah. entire anime yeah where, where they they fight with their butts and their their <laughs> boobs apparently uh and there is an, an actually there's an entire one of them <laughs> what anime is this i i, I uh just I, open I'll, that I'll telegram thing but it there's a it, it, there's actually one of them actually has an entire attack where like a thousand butts pop up oh. out of the wilderness <laughs> behind them thanks kotaku you've totally led me to the right anime yeah and yeah they they butt battle and like i watched a scene from it and like the one chick like swings her ass around oh. and they're like, it's the special attack where she hits them in the jaw with her butt and it knocks them out. <gasps> oh my God. How are they like, it's the full blown, like fucking Yu-Gi-Oh style. Like everyone's like, Oh, 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 Oh. And then uh, like, you know, it's finished. I can't, I don't think she could possibly have gotten through that attack. It's so like, amazing. It's fucking brutal. And it's all just asses. <laughs> the whole thing is asses. It's amazing. See, I love this article about Kotaku is just like talking about how despicable and awful and like horrible and misogynistic it is. I'm just like, oh, awesome. That's the name. Okay, I'll download yeah. it. Well, that, okay, okay, okay. So, <clears throat> Kotaku, with your whole thing about how horrible and misogynistic it, it is, it's basically softcore porn. You're not going, like, this isn't some shit that's broadcast to fucking children on YTV. If you're watching this anime, You've you're specifically uh, well, going to watch it. The you fact might that as they well expect call fucking pornography horrible and misogynistic. It Yeah, it objectifies women, but there's gay porn objectifying men and porn for women objectifying men. Well, like, it's the, all The fact that they sex. expect anything better from an anime... Well, and not what just, do you want? It's like, an anime dedicated to ass, like, and it's it's obviously fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like, exactly like Jacob uh, said. No one goes, goes to, to KFC, KFC for a, a fucking salad. salad. Like it, it's the same shit. Like don't don't tell and, me that this shit's misogynistic. This is not representative of fucking anime at large. Well, and here's the thing: like, is like that particular one I sent you was that <laughs> that was just funny to watch. Sorry. Um, the the whole point of it is is that the article I sent you was this person bitching about how misogynistic and how brutal it is and how demeaning to women and shit it is, and well, a woman commented on that and was like, 
this is hilarious. Yeah. They're like, I yeah. take this as a fucking joke. I don't take this as a personal attack. It's hilarious. Yeah. If they I could also, do this like, in real not, life, I do they it. They also seem to have no idea how, like, an yeah. actual well, office works. The, the thing is, like, okay, like, I can get that there are there's some media that is objectifying to women and normalizes it. But the thing is, this anime is anything but normalizing yeah, in any way. Yeah, it's not supposed to be. Like, it is ridiculous. It's stupid. The whole, an- it's an anime dedicated to fucking butt battles it knows exactly what the fuck it is yeah like right? it's not it, meant to you know and it's it's kind of like one of those things where like it, i i just see it and it's like you want to okay you're gonna show me this anime which is entirely dedicated to asses specifically hot women asses i could sh- fucking iwatoi swim club that's an entire anime dedicated to nothing but hot guys and speedos that's that's like it, it's the theoretically a swimming anime but they do more like standing around and swinging their hair up out of the fucking water with glistening water everywhere than anything else there's even an, a character in that anime entirely dedicated to pointing out how hot all the guys are like i it's like this is just a thing that will exist in media like uh anyway i'm sorry i got tell started on this the all the fucking outrage about a fucking cartoon yeah it's straight up it's straight up brutal if i go and i find out that the the people who wrote these articles aren't also writing articles bitching about pornography Dude, they're just glorified fucking like bloggers. They yeah. don't their opinion doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, it's Kotaku. Yeah. I, I exactly. Don't, I don't know what I was expecting. That's but that's what I mean. It knows exactly what it is. It's not yeah. trying to be righteous. It's not trying to fucking be in like an empowered movement. Yeah. It's a fucking it's, like it's, it's like, for funsies. Like it's, it's like looking at yeah, Mario. nobody's allowed to have fun anymore. Yeah. Like what the fuck happened to like being deliberately inappropriate but obviously tongue tongue in cheek like yeah but honestly it's got to the point where but but remember nowadays it's like instead of before when somebody used to say something that was you know maybe a little bit off the cuff or might have been you know somebody's like that offends me okay well we'll have a good discussion about it and then i'm we'll, gonna tell we'll, you why it offends me yeah. we'll explain our points like reason gentlemen and or women not to be misogynistic, because that comment <laughs> in and of itself was it's... misogynistic because I even so much as implied that men take priority and precedence over women. <laughs> See, fuck it's, you. It's at it's at that point, whereas before when you used to have a nice conversation over it, you'd you'd have a good debate. Like you'd yeah. have a good discussion. Nobody would freak out. Nobody would nothing. But now it's just like it offends anybody on earth get it out of here <laughs> well that, like, that's actually one thing that's starting to piss me off um uh, with the whole like uh like if you even remotely associate with anything close to related to this you're automatically a horrible person i know and it, it's one of those things like um i the, one of the things that's pissing me off the most about it is that people are making this like the whole trump thing right they're like he's obviously just a fucking republican right winger and I'm like, is that supposed to be an insult? Because what that is, is a political opinion contrary to your own. That's well, and- not an inherently a bad thing, right? Disagreeing with somebody politically is not 
in itself a bad thing. Supporting Trump, yeah, that's uh, stupid. Not great. Well, I mean, but but that, then that again, just, so is supporting Hillary. That's I, also I find, fucking I find stupid. it so weird. Yeah, they're like, <clears> oh, that, you're that, just a right winger. And I'm like, no, no. Not really. I, I, I find it obscenely weird how people define themselves in the states by their political stance. Yeah. Just really fucking stupid. Well, it's just like people just have come come on to like if you even remotely associate with anything that or, yeah, you're they not you're not allowed with. to wait in the gray area. Yeah, that that part is off limits. Like the fucking like I I can't remember who it was, but it like came out that this one comic artist was a Republican and had voted Republican, and everyone's like, oh, we have to call him out for being a racist misogynist because he's a Republican. That's not, and it's like I but, don't think that's what mm, it necessarily that, means. Yeah, I'm like that. That's yeah. not at all even close to relevant to what. Yeah, Why? it's not. No, just because. Just because, uh, like a certain amount of people or certain people that happen to be important happen to have well, those viewpoints, but that's a that's a specific viewpoint. That's not yeah. a viewpoint of that political. Yeah, yeah it's like, like I don't know. It's just fucking identity politics, man. It's fucking. It pisses me off so much, so much. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely. Ridiculous. Anyway, other than ass anime. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really have any other news any stuff. Other news? I kind of forgot. I think that's probably okay because we've been rambling on for the better part of fucking 40 minutes now. Hot damn. What's wrong with that? Hot diggity. That's awesome. So, uh, so there's that. There is all of that. The weather well, I mean, sucks. And we have Carr's entire political segment. The, the weather does suck, unfortunately. Oh, well, um, the weather's not that bad. It hasn't snowed in like two days. Yeah two days <laughs> it's it's just inconsistent as fuck hey man if it doesn't snow and hopefully doesn't get below like at least zero this weekend i hope to change the tires and the brakes in my car oh speaking Do of which it. i just bought this this is not a drill this is a drill nice impact wrench or drill it makes noise <laughs> Welcome to unnecessary noise with Tal. Dude. Uh, actually, even when I was buying it, the guy no, don't do that. <laughs> yes. It's a hundred some foot pounds of fucking torque if you get that caught on something. It'll fuck you up. Um actually it was funny because even as I was buying that thing, the guy that I was with when I was buying it was like, What the f do you change tires that often that you really need that? Hey, can I borrow your impact run, uh, impact drill? Yeah. I was okay, going to cool. say, enough of my friends have winter tires that I can just be like, hey, you can use that. How I much did that cost you anyway? Uh, 200 around there. Yeah, could have just borrowed mine. Where the fuck do you get all this money? From the fact that I worked an 80-hour fucking work week? Yeah, that's... I was hmm. going to say. I don't know that. <laughs> I was bitching about it last episode. Or were you not here? You might... No, you were no, here. No, I was here. That was last week, though. Yeah. What the fuck do you expect to remember about last week? I, I guess. I don't remember <laughs> what I ate for fucking breakfast. Well, I mean, it's like it's not like you guys know my work schedule. Yeah. Don't you mean um, Brexit? What you ate for Brexit? What, what I ate for Brexit. <laughs> so, hmm. uh, I guess we're going to play Cars segment. You should probably answer that question first. Well, Three question? people have asked what the big uh, flavor big is. Flavor. I've got the same shit I've always got, which is the churro praline ice cream. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
ice cream man i think it no is. no th- this isn't it this oh. isn't this is mine okay what's yours uh mine is the loaded donut flavor the glazed donuts the tainted donut flavor yeah it's actually really good i enjoy it quite a lot you hear um, that he enjoys it yeah so uh we're gonna play car segment and then we'll be back and oh, by the way did either of you watch the presidential election uh, you mean the debate uh, yes i keep getting those words mixed up i i mean i watched the first one which was fucking hilarious oh the second it, one was just bad the, the the first one was basically trump going fuck other countries though and clinton going we literally need them and trump going you're mean and then <laughs> and, and then everybody on uh, earth going what? fucking really Jessica, <laughs> what yeah all right on to car segment yeah we're gonna play car, car segment, and he'll say things and we'll be back car good evening ladies and gentlemen my name is car and oh i could not have asked for a better week when it comes to news so let's get started shall we so first off, uh, as I'd mentioned on my previous segment, the debate was on Sunday. But before we got to the debate, there was an absolutely glorious piece of news that dropped. And for those of you who somehow managed to miss it, I'll recap really quick. Uh, on Friday afternoon, uh, the Washington Post broke a story of a uh, video and audio clip that they had obtained uh, of Trump back in 2005. Uh, he was mic'd up for the recording of something or another, actually could not find out what specifically they were getting ready to record. But long story short, Trump basically admitted to he loves kissing and groping women. And uh, I'm actually not going to repeat it because to be honest, just the exact sentence just makes my skin crawl, especially when I think about who originally said it. So I'm not going to, but needless to say, it was um, rather impolite where Trump states that he likes to grab women. And uh, if you're curious, go ahead. It's all over the internet. But less than 24 hours after that, basically the entirety of the Republicans are once again realizing what a colossal mistake they've made uh, and have been rushing to abandon ship as quickly as possible, distancing themselves from Trump. While a few are maybe like on the edge, basically waiting to see how Trump was going to do in the debate on Sunday. And now to that. So, if the first debate, which I covered a couple segments ago, was a fencing match, this was a a boxing brawl. Like, it was it was not pretty. Uh, I mean, after the last debate, Trump had been criticized for not going after Hillary hard enough, and oh, did he try and make up for that in debate number two? So, let's just go right from the get go. Right away, his general tactics his stance everything was far more um, aggressive he was going after more direct attacks at hillary instead of actually again the parts that he was actually successful on in the first debate when he was actually talking legitimate policy go figure wanting to be president actually requires some sort of idea on how you'll run the country but hey i'm not donald trump thank god so one of the interesting things that kind of came out right off the bat again as one of these direct attacks is this one was interesting Never before in the history of a presidential election has a candidate ever threatened to actually jail another until Sunday night. Uh, Trump actually had in it was in the context of talking about uh, the whole email scandals and everything like that that have just been sticking to Hillary like nobody's business this entire campaign uh, and in the primaries as well. And Trump basically saying that the entire decision of the 12 months of litigation and uh, a page as thick as my arm of the rulings from uh, the the courts and the, the Senate congressional hearings um, 
weren't enough and was basically say that he was going to create a special prosecutor to go after Hillary and put her in jail, not to find out if she belongs to be in jail, to put her in jail. Uh, by the way, the president of the United States, to my knowledge, does not have that sort of power. But even the very notion that Trump was saying that he is going to actually jail his political opponent. Let's just let that one sink in for a minute. Okay, now that that's sunk in, lock up his opponent. I've talked about before, like back when the primaries were still going on, how Trump's entire cult of personality is skirting dangerously close to fascism, or at the very least, um, a strong-arm autocracy, or, uh, yeah, just not helping your case there, Donald. Just, just putting that one out there. So. It kept going. Uh, honestly, I mean, the, the debate uh, was a little bit more interesting in, the, in sort of the breadth of topics it discussed because of its format. It was a town hall debate, meaning that instead of just the moderator that had written up some questions to ask and guide the discussion, it was actually just uh, topics and questions that came from members that were in the audience uh, or ones that were submitted online through various uh, pre-debate polls or they set them up. Anyway, uh, the other nice thing is you actually had two moderators. So two different moderators to moderate the questions and two different moderators to monitor the candidates, which really ended up being required this time. Uh, now, again, I criticized uh, the moderator in the last debate for not basically shutting Trump up enough. And I sure got that wish this time. Uh, throughout the, the debate, there was several times where the moderators both had to tell both candidates, but more Trump because big surprise that they were that was it your time was up we're moving on okay we're moving on now and then just would just talk back over trump or hillary whenever they were really running on time um now throughout especially by the end of it trump was getting incredibly agitated and actually explicitly called out oh so you give her time but not me time okay i see how this is uh in actuality trump and hillary actually had about equal amount of speaking time. I think it was a minute difference maybe between the two of them, which again, considering this is Donald Trump we're talking about is pretty impressive. Um, and again, Hillary would finish her sentence and then that would be it. There was one or two times where she had to snipe back at something that Trump said, but uh, for the most part was keeping it fairly civil. Um, whereas at one point, uh, the moderator, actually Anderson Cooper, actually had to say, Mr. Trump, let me remind you of the question when Trump again was dodging it and then started going on again about make America great, make America safe, etc. Um, and actually repeated the question in full for him to actually try and answer again, uh, which of course he still didn't. But at that point, the, the moderators were obviously, all right, I don't know if you're going to answer this, I'm not going to force you. Um, yeah, so it w it was interesting. Um, a couple of my other absolute favorite points. Uh, Trump absolutely dared during a discussion about the Affordable Care Act, or as it's much better known, Obamacare, uh, was talking about basically, look at the Canadian system. It's a mess. All the Canadians are just coming down here for anything important. Mm, last time I checked, all of my health care was done up here because I sure as hell am not going to trust an American doctor not to try and stiff me for an arm and a leg after he's reattached it. Just saying. Um, but it just, again, is, is just, I like our health care system. Okay. Stay away from it. Trust me. And I don't think that you seem to realize how incredibly better off it is when half your country isn't bankrupting itself on bank bills. But again, discussion for another time. What was even better though, was 
other than, again, trying to bring in other countries, uh, the epic moment of missing the fucking point uh, came when uh, a Muslim member of the audience asked, uh, basically, how are you going to deal with Islamophobia and, uh, you know, anti-Muslim sentiment in the country? Which, again, asking Donald Trump this question is just bait. And here's how he answered. With Islamophobia. <laughs> Good job, Mr. Trump. Fantastic. Uh, his actual answer was basically just accusing Muslims, or not accusing Muslims, I should say, but telling Muslims that they needed to be the ones to be reporting things that they were seeing within their communities. And just kept hammering that point of Muslims need to report it. Muslims need to to, to report it. Muslims need to uh, uh, to talk about it or, or let us know. Uh, which, of course, social media has been running with. And I highly encourage you to go take a look at the hashtag Muslims reporting things, uh, because it's everything from falafel recipes to uh, movie reviews. It's phenomenal. Uh, and it's just, again, missing the point. And just more and more in the debate, there was just more and more points where just any time a question got asked of Trump is he would kind of half answer it and then go if into... And normally it's like, again, I'm used to conservative candidates it's honestly like one of their absolute bases if you're playing defensive you just you, you just divert back to a talking point divert back to a talking point uh we see this again we saw this again and again and again with the harper conservatives during our last election last year at uh, basically any time a question would be asked is the conservative talking which usually would be just a script harper had provided uh would be just how to deflect it was just manual one-on-one -on -one. how to deflect the question back into one of our talking points if you get this deflect it to this talking point if you get this deflect it to this talking point but trump doesn't do that he he kind of tries but then all it really ends up doing is just coming off as rambling and you've seen this before and again and again and just it was it never got more and more obvious that in the debate where instead of just knowing the broad topics or whatnot it was just the these audience questions that Trump was forced to answer in ways he was not prepared to answer. Uh, I mean, Trump at his rallies where he's very successful is feeding off of the energy of an already accepting crowd and an already um, a crowd that's already with him on these points. And so all he has to do is just say three words and they all cheer and then he can just give a thumbs up and a, one of those weird little grimaces of his. But that doesn't work when you're in a town hall full of undecided voters. It was glorious. Um, and Hillary even too, like for all of her attempts at being, you know, with a presidential composure, you could just see in her face that it felt more and more and more like she was trapped in an episode of the office. Cause whenever you have this split screen screen camera and you saw Trump going off on some tangent and Hillary's face was just like, yep, this is how I'm spending my Sunday evening. This is actually happening. Oh, he's done talking. All right, I guess I actually get to lay some smackdown now. And then there she would go again. And it was it's just hilarious. Now, Hillary was not without her stumbling points. Uh, at one point, she got uh, nailed pretty good by a question from the audience asking about one of the uh, the questions that came out of uh, a WikiLeaks leak. Uh, it was one of her private, uh, like, paid speaking speeches that politicians give every second Tuesday, it seems. Uh, and she was actually basically called on on something that she said about having both a public and a private uh, position. And then Hillary tried to kind of like awkwardly defend it, saying that she was talking in the context of the movie Lincoln and talking about how Abraham Lincoln had had to reconcile, uh, you know, Congress and, and slave owners and everything like that in the it was It was really awkward, basically. And it's like, I get she was trying to get it like, oh, it's being all diplomatic and, uh, you know, you have to 
sell something to the people as well as to the people like the the common the common people the voters as well as sell something to you know the people who actually pull the strings in politics but it just it came off brutally awkwardly and just yeah there's probably an easy way to say that but yeah it's just it was one of those just awkward brutal moments in the debate of course again nothing compares to once again trump admitting that he hasn't paid taxes again and just this time just basically openly admitting it when the moderator flat out asked him have you paid federal personal federal taxes and of course i don't but neither does any of hillary's rich friends it is just the amount of deflection and the amount of of pulling things to other people, either whether it was to Bill Clinton or Bernie Sanders. I think I heard Bernie Sanders' name more in that last debate than I have since the primaries ended. And probably since just before they ended, too. It was just... Eh, it was it was weird. I just... Again, Trump just kept going off on these tangents. It kept trying to... It basically kept awkwardly trying to attack from any angle he could make. Um, and it just anyway it was it was a train wreck it was hilarious if you want to watch it i mean i know that there are uh streams of it on youtube and things like that that i'm if you really want a good drinking game go for it um now the fantastic point at the end of the debate though was uh, a, a man named carl becker was the last person last question in the audience probably the best question of the night and the hero of the whole debate is he asked despite all the negative rhetoric that's been going on throughout this campaign can you name one thing that you respect about your opponent? Audience lost it. Mods lost it. And even better. <laughs> so Hillary's answer was, I respect his kids. And that was the most like just sidestepping, just I I thought that just, yeah. Uh, I mean, could have said, I respect him as a father. If she was going to try and answer the question more directly. Um, and Trump's answer back was, of course, that she's a fighter, which is hilarious considering that last debate, he accused her of not having the stamina for being president. Uh, right. Anyway, since then, though, the entire hilarity of this last week has not ended because after the incredibly abysmal debate performance, things just get better for Trump. And by better, I mean much, much worse. Fortunately, better for the rest of the country and, to be quite honest, the sane world is now that it's pretty obvious after the debate that, that Trump is on a sinking ship is as many uh, Republican GOP candidates as possible have been trying to distance their campaigns from his. So now you've got this brutal fracturing going on of the Republicans are trying to campaign for themselves, for the Senate and for Congress, but Trump is trying to campaign for himself. Trump has been lashing out at everybody who will listen, saying that he's been betrayed by the GOP. He's been betrayed by the establishment. He's been betrayed by this, that, and the other thing. And it's just everybody who's still trying to support him or desperately clinging on is like using like Bill Clinton and this and that. And God, it's, it's just, it's been an absolutely glorious train wreck to watch. And it's just, it's kind of sad that it took this long for the campaign to implode like this. And I know that we've said this before that, Oh, he's done for, he's done for, he's done for, but this is getting bad. Like it's, it's pretty, pretty brutal at this point, because the thing is at the end of the day, if no one is going to fund Trump or his campaign, well, I mean, he sure isn't going to fund it. He's not even paying his taxes. Do you think he's going to spend his own money on this? Anyway, so last debate is going to be next uh, Wednesday, the 15th. Uh, or this, sorry, I should say this Wednesday, the 15th. Uh, and so um, by all means, go ahead and uh, watch it. Revel in it. 
It's going to be hilarious. Uh, and that's all from me. So as always, if you have any questions, comments, etc., us at unfurled.net. My name is Carr. Enjoy the rest of Unfurled. What the? No, don't play uh, the intro again. Yeah. Fuck you, you fuck. So during that whole thing, uh, actually, Jacobu brought up uh, one other thing that I did want to bring up, uh, which was the pipeline that I don't know if you guys have been following the news on this. I haven't that's, been following it. That's now. all the time we have for today. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, so it is a glorious shit show. Uh, and there's tons of people talking about it uh, right now. You like fucking. Oh, my God. Everybody has talked about this so far. Uh, Philip DeFranco's talked about it. Fucking. I'm surprised PewDiePie isn't talking about it on his fucking Let's Plays. Like, it's everywhere. Um, much like much like Kenneth Bone. Yeah. So the whole thing is about this pipeline. And again, people being anti-pipeline because reasons. Uh, whatever that reason be, be it health hazard or environmental, an, hazard, environmental or... hazard or anti-oil in general or whatever it may be. Um, more people have been thrown in jail for trespassing on private property. Uh, more people are bitching that they're getting thrown in jail for trespassing on private property, which is fucking stupid to me. You literally broke the law. Um you're gonna go to jail just the end it's the same one that like i think we talked about this the other week where uh a bunch of people were like had guard dogs sicked on them and had pepper were pepper sprayed because they trespassed on private property like it's one of those things like it's being handled so fucking asininely right now um and I'm actually a lot more pissed off at the protesters than I am at the workers that are just trying to, you know, do their fucking job. You know, it's fucking like it's just Joe McGee, the fucking bulldozer driver, who's just trying to, like, move some dirt around, you know. And yeah, it's well, it's, like, I think we had this discussion before about, like, protests and things like that. And I made the point of like, I'm pretty sure that when you're protesting something, those fucking those fucking police officers in that riot gear that have to take you down probably don't love to do it. And they really don't want to hurt anybody. But they're just trying to make money for their family so they can fucking yeah. eat. Like, like somebody told them their superior were like, OK, this is your job and yeah, you have to do this. Like it makes about as much sense to me as like shutting down a highway because cops shoot black people right it's like who are you protesting right now the general public the people trying to get to work yeah like or, or you know again protesting some weird equality issue at a university arguably one of the most liberal places in the fucking states like you know don't go to a fucking work site with again joe mcgee the fucking bulldozer driver to protest the people who hired him because I'll tell you what, he's sure as fuck not taking that message up to fucking Exxon. Yeah, no, that's not going to the top. Like, like you know, go to their fucking building, make their lives hard, not his. You know, it, it just it makes no fucking sense to yeah, me. Yeah, you're hurting the average person that's exact same <clears throat> as you. It's no extremely short sighted to go after yeah. like the people doing the construction as opposed to the people coordinating and paying for the construction exactly and then along those lines like when it comes to pipelines um 
I like I am very much like I don't like our dependency on oil or anything. I really don't. But the arguments people are using against pipelines are just fucking stupid to me. Like they're like, oh, fucking environmental. And I'm like, well, does it make more sense than to burn an ass load of fossil fuels to take this shit by truck? Like, I don't see how that's a better solution. Like, yeah, let, you have to kind of see or, which is the like. Yeah. They're, they're both not great options, but like, what's the better option? It, it feel like it's it, to me like telling people that no, we have to take this by truck. Uh, is the same as like telling people that to cut down on electricity, what we're going to do is take all the power lines out and instead have people uh, ship batteries by truck to all of the fucking, <laughs> like, it, it's just, it's fucking stupid. And then there's the whole environmental issue. Well, guess what? Trains carrying oil explode small towns in Quebec. That is what happens, right? Trains explode. Truck drivers fall the fuck asleep and crash into vehicles and buses carrying children. Like I've also never heard of oil spilling in the ocean. Well, the, the, the ocean isn't the pipeline we're talking about. No, but like, no, but like, yeah, no, there are plenty of other ways that oil can fuck up exactly. the earth. That are far less secure and safe than a pipeline. Exactly. And yeah. it's it's like uh, there are people like, oh, well, uh, the the reason this was moved the, the first time into the place it was was because people were concerned about the health risk of it going over the water or underneath the water source. And I'm like, OK, I get why people would be scared of that. But guess what? Right here where we are uh, in North America uh, today. There is like, a, I forget what the actual stat was, but it's something like there is like a 90% chance that the water you're drinking out of your tap right the fuck now came from a water source that is sourced from somewhere with a pipeline running under, over, or near it. Like, there is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles of pipe you don't even know exist there's probably natural gas pipes high pressure shit underneath your fucking shit and if that goes up like explosions happen not just like some fucking shit seeps out for a while like yeah your shit explodes it, it like and, and it's it, it's a water source but I don't know. Like there, there is no relic. Like there is next to note. You are more likely to get struck by the fucking truck carrying it than you are to actually have it explode under your fucking water source. Yeah, it, it's grasping at straws definitely it is. for arguments. But it's just because it's again, it's that thing like. No, this isn't the thing that we want to happen. So everybody yeah. quick on the bandwagon. And then on, on the top bandwagon. of that, they're all protesting now. But the thing is, this was, this project, before it went up, had many, many community meetings and shit like that for people to come and voice their concerns yeah, before and, it started. Yeah. And the reservation that is currently affected didn't show up to fucking any of them. Not one. Yeah. So Not then once. Sorry, you had your chance. Yeah. And that's the thing is people are like, oh, it's like the, the whole... Uh, uh, you know, uh, fuck, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Like, oh, it was posted on your local galactic whatever. Why didn't you see it? But the thing is, it wasn't like that because several people went, including out-of-state fucking environmental groups. People who weren't even part of the equation showed up. Fucking media showed up. Other local groups showed up, but they didn't. And they're the ones now bitching. So it's like... You had, on, you had your to chance to express like, your opinion on it, and you didn't. So it, I don't. It's just it. 
I, I, it's just another, and like, that's the thing is they're playing this whole like victim card of like, oh, you're just stomping all over the native people. No, it's not even kind of what it's about. You literally didn't show up to the fucking meetings. This other community that had it move did show up to the meetings. And guess what? Even if it was put above by them, your water source is still being affected because that's only a few fucking kilometers away. And I bet you, I bet you that if it had gone up over there, they wouldn't be protesting this. No, it's just because it's next to native land and they see a chance where they get to play the fucking victim card again. So it, it's just, mm, mm, it's, I hate it. Well, it's, I need the hate to be away from me. You know what? It would be, it would be a far different situation if they had gone to said meetings and they weren't listened to and they just did the pipeline yeah. anyway. But the fact of the matter is, is they had the chance to speak their mind, to say what they should have said, to do what they should have done. And now that it's things are going forward, it's now it's a big problem, in which case they shouldn't they shouldn't honestly they don't right now. I don't think they should actually have a choice anymore. Yeah. And they can bitch as much as they want, but it should hold no weight whatsoever yeah. to the the future of the project. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, looks like we have two emails, two emails, <clears throat> two mails. Uh, who wants to start? I'll start. Okay. Uh, from satanic furry. Uh, uh it's either very long or very short. <clears throat> That's what it, she said. It's all about perspective. Uh, this week's email is simple. I'm lazy. So this is, this email is only a collection of the names I've given you since the naming thing started. Enjoy. Bullshit, Salad, Sainsbury, eight pound, sorry, eight euro steak, uh, uh, future sex on the beef burger, beefalo Billy the Kid, foot and mouth, lovable asshole, contributed to global warming, barbecue dinner, BC smoked steak, Rick, Greek lesson about Zephilia, the nightmare before Tal, Torin Tal, this name is already taken, uh, <laughs> Mulgorian war chief bullshit, Steve Bolshemi. <laughs> useless thunderblood merchant my second favorite aisle in the supermarket <laughs> yesterday's lunch dual-sided bullshit dispenser uh for the chicken is kfc wings bucket dick bird uh prince of dual <laughs> birdenstein bird flu danger chicken oversized turkey thanksgiving dinner calgary fried chicken third level boss of the gauntlet, gauntlet dark legacy 28 boxes later hippogriff overpriced flight path chicken uh, Illidan's not prepared chicken Larry Bird flight master who can't fly <laughs> in a bloody straight line my favorite aisle in the supermarket Wormsworth nightmare pretentious royal chicken wings for slinky it is <clears throat> that excuse for a mink furred drain cleaner a furred keyboard sock warmer that's a weird one uh, cat snake less impressive slinky not nearly as much meat dinner Ontario spiced weasel stick mammalian snake the night of the living Roland medieval flashlight underestimated dungeon boss Garage's missing sock sock puppet infiltrator bane blood hoofs tail warmer perfect size for the barbecue dobby sock limousine moose lots of socks in that <laughs> why would you be a limousine moose uh, like a moose it's an a... internet thing that like literally just popped up I've had two oh, or three people a mention it mouse Oh, that, that's what I meant. Because I was like, limousine <clears throat> moose. I was like, why would you be a moose? Uh, for the goat, we have curried goat, gigolo goat, redacted, poor excuse for a sheep, Arabian sex toy, Bob, cheaper replacement for lamb dinner, Toronto tenderized missing link, tin can Billy Adoom the 13th, exploding discount sheep, boring side quest, <laughs> ungrateful goatshire goat, 
reused goat pond, deformed drainy, drainai. Uh, the thing I cannot find at any fucking butcher tomorrow's organic disposable unit. <laughs> I like the thing I cannot find at any but fucking butcher because the fucking co-op in the ghetto you could you could buy for quite a while. I saw every day on their big sign the co-op said entire frozen goat. Like really? just a whole yeah, goat. Like a full a full fucking goat you could buy. Oh my god. Straight up in the ghetto. I was like, yep, nowhere but the ghetto. <laughs> um I, I, um so Over you know of the, International Ave. So you know the show The Boondocks, right? Yeah. Um the voice actor that does the old guy, the grandpa? Mm-hmm. He has a show on YouTube, by the way, that everybody, all of you need to go check out, um, where he just, he does cooking, like ghetto cooking. And it's basically, uh, what is it? It's like uh, cooking for poor people is I think what the series is <laughs> called. Um, and it's basically just him on camera getting drunk in his ghetto ass chick, uh, kitchen, cooking random poor people food. Like he had an entire episode where he just cooked chicken backs which is a thing i've never actually heard of <laughs> where it's just basically the spine of a chicken where they, they cut and i'm like there is like no meat there but okay did he make like a soup stock no he fried it um oh the like the yeah he just took it breaded it and fried that shit and the whole time by the way he's just rambling on and on about the fucking Zika virus and Zika babies at like the whole time till at one point he's talking about if he ever went, if he went to go see the Olympics, he'd, uh, he'd bring like a fucking like bag of condoms. Cause he doesn't want no Zika babies. And he's like miming having sex with a woman with a fucking fly swatter, just slapping shit like on camera. During his cooking I can't show. imagine how you watch this otherwise. <laughs> it was like, that was like 80% of it was him just fucking rambling random <laughs> bullshit about Zika babies. <laughs> what you want to do is you want to take some of that macaroni. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. And he's like, oh, what, what can you name it? Zika. That's, that's what you name it. Like fucking brutal. So yeah, go find it. Go watch cooking for four, for poor people is fucking hilarious. That's amazing. Uh, but yeah. Doom, if you want to read the last email. Okay. And okay. you even closed your fucking phone? What the hell, man? I know. Me wanting to, you know, pay attention to the Let alone. All right. Our next email is from Sashikari. Yay. Um, greeting oddballs. Ah, there we go. Okay. That was weird. Anyway. Greeting oddballs. I haven't written in for a while, but I was curious about your opinions on something I saw a few weeks ago. One of the artists said, oh, did we already? That's an old one. I think that's an old one. Yeah, that's the one from last week. Okay, I apologize. What the fuck? All right, never mind. I, I apologize. I guess we, we have only... one email. I'm not in it. Uh, there... No, no, no. There is there is this one, but it's it's just very short. It just says, um, I'm not letting you make me into the next Pandazaz just because you can't pronounce my name. Cheers. Sashikari. Congratulations, you're now the next Panda's ass. That's 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 it. Sashimi. That's <laughs> Sashimi Kari. That's that's your name this episode. Sarah's car. Sarah's car. So thank you, fucking, fucking Sarah's car over. <laughs> Getting two birds stoned at once. Yeah. That's just water under the fridge, boys. Don't worry. 
<laughs> Seriously. So thank you, Panda's ass, for that email. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, so on the topic of of random hilarious things, all you have to do is for a good time, just go look up the list Dial of five 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 nine five three yes, six five two one nightlife. <laughs> um, go look up Rickyisms. So the only redeeming part I found of Trailer Park Boys is the sheer fact that not only is a lot of it just fucking on the spot, like ad-libbed, it's, there's like no scripting, and which is somewhat obvious, but the fact that this shit is made up on the spot, just look up Rickyisms. Ricky has like those ones, like we just spoke about, like that's yep. just water under the fridge, boys. Like shit like that, getting two birds stoned at once. Um, It's not like you're, oh, uh, what was it? It's not, uh, what the fuck? There's the rocket scientist one, but I can't, I can't remember what it was, but there's a huge list of them and they're fucking hilarious. So go check them out. Yep. Get- uh, it seems we have an email from Coyote's guy. Do we have another one too? Uh, she says she sent it via the site. <clears throat> no, we, we have actually 46 don't. spam. Let's check. Is them. that actually broken? Coyote dreams awake. Listener mail. Rah, rah, rah. Oh, hey. Uh, this message may not have been sent by Coyote. Oh. Uh, can you mark that as not spam? Yep. Not spam. It's not spam. Not spam. Uh, whoever has this episode to edit might want to edit that out too. The the email. Eh? Oh. Okay. Uh... I can't. Can I mark it not spam? It's right here. There we go. You can just read it and mark it later. That's marked. You're marked. There we go. Ah, okay. All right, Mark. Um, Don't drop it. Aloha, amazing, unfurled crew, Coyote Sky here. I'm finally writing you back after 30 episodes. For over a year, I've lived in the Hawaiian jungle with no running water, electricity, refrigeration, internet, or smartphone. How? How? That's how. It's because you once you learn to Jesus. live without it, you don't need it. Yep. I went like four hours without my phone because it died, <laughs> and I think I almost died. Uh, you you would not do well in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah, Just I was not having a good time. Look at your local chimpanzee. Do you know Considering how often you let your phone die? I'm surprised. Yeah. Well, I've gotten in the habit now of listening to audiobooks as I drive, and I couldn't. And I was like, yeah, and my phone was dead. And I'm like, what? How do you not have how? a car charger? I, I didn't because I had taken it out of my car when I was cleaning it. <laughs> and I'm sitting there as I'm driving like, it's so quiet. What did I used to listen to before phones? The and radio. Like, oh, yeah. Radio exists. And I turned remember it on. how awful it is. Yeah, it's horrible. And then I found the college radio station and had a good laugh because there was just some guy rambling about. I, I'm not making this up either. He's fucking this guy on the fucking radio rambling about space burritos and how it's going to wrap up the universe into its warm, loving uh, burrito eatiness And send us all into a higher plane with its burrito powers i i don't even know burrito i went i got into the middle of that conversation and yeah it's just space burritos but yeah anyway 
Um, I have since moved into a modified shipping container rigged with the works. I definitely have a new appreciation for modern conveniences after being without them for so long. Internet at home means I can write you more easily and most importantly, can now stream unfurled live. I wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for the time you took to address my original email. I was so nervous and excited at the same time. I appreciate how you answered my questions with kindness and thoughtful responses. I have to admit, I was also a little embarrassed by how some of what I had written sounded. From now on, I will take the time to read my emails before out loud before I send them. How Gunzuka. Um I loved hearing the stories behind your names and personas. I did pause the recording to write them down and I got them all right. I like the idea of Adam being a hyena or a jackal, but I accept his goatiness with exuberance <laughs> as it does suit him superbly. I changed my Sona slightly to be a wolf yote. I've always been deeply connected to wolf. I've dreamt of them since I was a little girl and I still remember those dreams. When I hear a wolf howl, it pulls on my soul strings and brings to uh, brings tears to my eyes every time. I decided to not let go of my wolf self just because it's one of the most popular personas people have. Um, so to the questions are, do you believe that dreams can be more than just a creation of the mind? And, uh, oh, do you think they can be prophetic, contain messages or communications from the ether? Could they be memories from past lives? Do you think people can leave their bodies and go in different dimensions as they sleep? Uh, I have had dreams where I could see, feel, and hear like I was really there. Have you ever experienced, uh, had any experiences like that? Well, lucid dreaming is pretty awesome, but I, I have had one. Don't really dream that much anymore marijuana will do that eh, before then <laughs> it, it, it's before it's not box. it's not just that but uh yep um <clears throat> as for or there's still a little more left to that note. Okay. um as for me uh i am a i don't believe in any of the like ethereal you're what we might call an asshole i mean skeptic uh <laughs> It, for me, basically, if it's not science, uh, I don't believe oh. it. Uh, uh, to, to to finish answering the actual question, um, yeah, I'm kind of with Tal. I don't strictly believe in that kind of stuff, though. I think it would be really cool if it existed. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one unfortunately, of those like... like I've had enough life experiences to confirm that the things that I used to think were true are not true. Yeah, probably. Um, brains are really interesting things. They can create very, very interesting scenarios. Uh, if you've ever done any kind of hallucinogen, you'll like the things your brain can make you think and do are kind of insane. Like just the fact that most of your vision is actually black and white. It's just your brain filling in the rest of it with color. Like it's really neat shit like that, you know, uh, Brains are just really interesting organisms that can do crazy shit. So dreaming, I in my mind, is a, just a side effect of all the other shit your brain has to do. Like, you got to defrag a computer, and when you have, like, one thing not working right on a computer, it can make all kinds of other shit do weird shit. You know, it, it's like, and this is an extremely complex system, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like... I feel absolutely that 
things like that can mean maybe something more. I'm not saying like magic. Like there, but, there's the subconscious thought versus. Well, the biggest the biggest <clears throat> thing is in the grand scheme of things, we know fucking zero oh, about yeah. anything. We do. And to be honest, I just wouldn't rule that out. So really, I'm definitely all for science, but I'm yeah. also all for the we still really don't know I mean, much about much. I rule it out in the same way that I rule out unicorns. Um, as you far, haven't seen it, and so therefore... Well, it, as far as we know, as a human race, uh, that it, they don't exist. Could we be wrong? Yes. It is entirely possible that there is a very small island somewhere with a species of unicorns on it that just hasn't ever been discovered. That is in the realm of possibility. Is it likely? No, not even close. Have you have you ever seen that that one discovery show where they went to they used to go to different like far off secluded places and look for these like. Uh, what is it like hoax hunters or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like it was a it was a lot more legitimate than like. Don't get me wrong, I watched the, a lot the, of ghost hunters, but yeah, it sure was like for Sasquatch. Well, was sure like, oh my god, what was that? And somebody <laughs> like fucking ran into a toolbox. Yeah, like you just like shit makes noise. Yeah. Like you're in a building that's like nine million years old, and, and you're, you're just also like, oh my god, it's making. You're noise. also like six people walking around there. That's nobody's gonna be the guy that like. Oh, sorry guys, I I tripped over this mic cord because then that just completely destroys the whole yeah. fucking illusion. There's, there's but the point like when I was watching hoax hunters they had a little spot i can't remember where they were um but they were um it was uh it was they were at a temple of some sort um and they were like they got no sleep and were up in the i can't remember what they were looking for but the the guy is like filming or whatever the uh the head guy anyways uh and they're filming him and he's just like rubbing his eyes and he's just like man like how'd you sleep and it's like oh really shitty you know like i I couldn't sleep at all, like no bed, no nothing, right? All this yeah. new stuff. And then it was just like, what's that in the background? And they like way off in the distance, the camera guy just like pans over and was like, um, I don't know. And like zooms in and the guy turns around and he just starts like hysterically like chuckling and laughing. And he's just like, that's huh, a, that's a unicorn over there. <laughs> like and like literally like he zooms in and it's fucking like a horse looking with a fucking thing coming out of its forehead and it looks like a fucking unicorn in the distance and they're just like <laughs> he's just like half asleep and just rubbing his head he's like yeah yeah that's uh that looks like a fucking unicorn <laughs> like they had already experienced a bunch of like really weird shit yeah. i think this is the one where they went on where the tribe was being uh, plagued by some sort of like plagued spirit. By unicorns. Yes. <laughs> uh, some sort of spirit and weird shit happens around a certain time every year and da 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 and all this stuff. Um, but I don't know. Like for me, I like I get that a lot of people and I can, I can see why, you know, there's a lot of people that think that there's just got to be more. Um, but in my mind, uh, things are actually a lot more fascinating and have a lot more weight uh, just I mean, I guess the way I would put it in my mind, just knowing that, you know, this is it, this, this is everything and things get kind of fascinating. Cause that means that all that weird shit that happens has some kind of logical explanation. Like there is a reason, you know, things like the, the, how powerful ritual can be 
right? Like there's a reason that, that people in churches and in magical groups and druidic sects and stuff uh, gave so much weight to these rituals and felt that they had actual power. And it's this, you know, the, what the, you know, it's the whole, you know, ritualizing things actually does something in your brain, uh, be it a dopamine release or an endorphin release. There's, there's something going on in your brain that makes you feel really good about what's happening, right? It makes people feel like they're actually talking to God, Right. It makes it gives them this uh, oh, yeah, deep like connection the actual... to the fucking universe and nature. And, uh, you know, thinking about how that's all happening, just it's all in your head and how the human brain can do that is fascinating to me. Well, the fact that they, you can believe in something so hard that it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. and then it, it does it does it because like I think I, I chatted a little bit before about that. That experiment, I think it's called the Philip experiment, where a group of paranormal investigators that like they were like liked paranormal investigators, something they dabbled in, and they all got together and they created to see if they could a uh, they created a persona and everything of a ghost in an old house. And they'd always get together and try to talk to him. And it's someone they just made up. All of them just went through, got a history, you know, the guy's. You know, the kid's name, all this stuff, all this information about him completely made it up. And they all willed as hard as they could to make him ha to make him like manifest basically in some way, shape or form. And they had some interesting experiences with a Ouija board and some interesting experiences in the house trying to call somebody something that they created. Yeah. So who's to say that either they actually did were able to manifest well, something or literally all of them were just so on the same and, page. And that there, there's a lot of a lot of things that can be said about uh, uh, like things like confirmation bias just on his own confirmation bias is a powerful fucking drug. Yeah, big time. Um, So it, it's stuff like that, that and, you know, the whole, you know, I don't even think that they're uh, like thinking that there isn't any more to anything we're doing actually in my mind gives a lot more significance to existence because this is all you fucking get like you literally have to make everything you fucking can out of this because this is fucking it you know so i don't know it just adds a lot more significance to me it's like if you were gonna eat a pizza and you know that this was the only pizza fucking ever the only one in the goddamn world that ever was and ever it's gonna will make be. it taste better yeah. exactly and it's gonna make it better but i think you can at the same time i like to i like to dabble in the middle where i could say that you know what this is all we got right now when new stuff comes out i'm super excited for new stuff and i believe that they're probably there it's very likely that there's more a lot more than we know but uh, it's also as of sort right of now, saying that you can only be like a democrat or a republican like, yeah. yeah as of right now this is what i'm going to cherish because this is what i have Th this is Cal's set of beliefs stuff. this is your set of beliefs exactly. this is my set of beliefs exactly. like and they're all I, th I, I nobody's I, I, wrong I will, I will say that there, there is a lot that we don't know they fucking well there, there is one thing for sure 18 fucking dimensions or whatever the fuck we're at now and like, fucking mathematics either like one two or all of us are just wrong yeah like there is a truth out there there, there is also a reasonable but i chance. think it's absolutely asinine to say that like this is the truth because this is oh, yeah. how i there, yeah let's there, foresee it there's also a reasonable chance that we're all in a simulation right now 
Um, People have been on such a kick about that shit lately. Just, well, that's because of Elon Musk. But uh, that, like, even back from the fifties, like forties and fifties, well, I, I know, a, it, I know, it's always yeah, been a thing. Like, it's there, a common horror trope. Well, like, the thing is, there was a philosopher back in, like I said, I think it was like the forties or the fifties or something. That as technology was expanding, he started to realize that as technology expands, like he even said. Uh, in his like it, there it's a big ass book you can read it it's kind of fascinating but he was saying it's actually more likely that we are in a simulation right now than it is that we're not um that's crazy just through philosophical deductiony fucking shit which is neat but yeah um anyway continue the email stop and look at the camera why why because, because we're talking about conspiracy stuff so it'd be like oh, everyone just um, stop and goes I need to finish the rest of the email. Do it. Uh, okay. Uh, and a few unrelated questions. Uh, do you have a favorite electronic music genre producer or DJ? Uh, what makes a good DJ set? And do you like to dance? Uh, I have been listening to a lot of vapor wave slash synth wave. Um, <laughs> I have always and forever will love Aphex twin. He's a good guy. Uh, let me just, Go to my Spotify playlist so I can actually tell you some of these. I have way too many on my Spotify playlist. That's not a bad thing. Oh, I mean, I have I have lots of things on there. Do I love to dance? Yes, I love to dance. I poi often. I don't dance. Because I look like a lumbering elephant when I dance. That's okay. So does everyone else. <laughs> Spooky, scary elephant. Uh, was it Living Tombstone uh, is a good artist? Yeah, he's um, pretty good. Let's see. What do we got here? Um, <clears throat> oh, God. I've been listening to what DJ Cutman. To who? DJ Cutman. Oh. Uh, another decent artist is uh, Cups. Cups is a good artist. Oh, my mic's fucking up Cups. now. It's doing that thing. Yeah, don't touch it. Don't talk about it. It's um, almost over. Yep. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find like the actual one. Uh, tut Tut Child. Love that guy. Haven't heard him ever. Uh, he's pretty great. What about you, Adam? Uh, DJ wise, I'm pretty, I'm not terribly equipped for DJ wise questions. Just, I don't listen to much electronic music. I did for, a, for a little bit. Um, at least some of the, some part, but, um, honestly I could say, Ooh, DJ wise, ah, uh, what's that? Could go with like just a what's that goofy standard artist that dead I used mouse. to work? Data life, goofy artists. Um, I'm trying to remember what. Uh, it's something six six six. I can't remember what the. I have no idea. Yeah, I can't remember what the artist is. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but um, they're pretty. They're pretty rad. I mean, like. Like I listen to, I guess I listen to electronic music, but I don't listen yeah. to it enough to actually attach to any particular artist or anything. But honestly, I can say like, um, you know, there's a few, I mean, it's, it's pretty commonplace, but I mean, like, you know, Tal mentioned Dead Mouse. I mean, there's a yeah. few Dead Mouse songs that are just frigging awesome. Miami Nights honestly... 1984 is also really good right now. They're, they're, they're doing pretty fantastic. Uh, Resonance is really good. I like Resonance. Um, anyway. Uh. As for uh, yeah. what makes a good DJ and what makes a good set? Being able to read the crowd. 
Okay, yeah, time. like straight it, up. Like my only real answer to that is playing music that I like, which means reading the crowd. Yeah. Um, so it's it's weird. I I have a DJ friend actually that uh he explained to me one time that, you know, like there was we worked at the music store together and there was something that happened to be like top charts and uh I asked him I was like, "Do you play that at the at the club when you go to go to DJ?" And he was like, "No, you know what? Actually, nobody nobody reciprocates to that like in that particular environment like yeah, they may like want to listen I'm, to it if on I'm the going radio to a club but... to listen to a dj i'm not going there for the top 40 hits no and that's but, that's like the point. and that's the thing is some top 40 hits really do hit it in the clubs but, yeah Fucking and like songs like selfie selfie got popular because of the clubs and then it hit the radios like and then there's other songs that hit the radios and then be po- become popular in the clubs uh, but the thing is, just because something's popular doesn't mean it's going to work in the clubs. No, absolutely like, there, not. There's music I love to listen to, uh, and it is theoretically dance music. Like, even a lot of songs Dead Mouse does, um, they literally just don't work in a club setting at all. Like, not even a little bit. You play it, everyone will stop dancing. It'll be the same speed, the same beat, but it just doesn't work in a club setting. So, Or you yeah. can just play, like, Party Rock Anthem yeah basically um, and that actually gave rise to the genre of uh, uh, uh fuck what's it called um uh big room house which is songs like uh martin garrick's animals is a pretty typical song or knife party's Rad, where it's basically just a big ass heavy fucking beat with a little can we just agree to like stop making up genres well this is getting really confusing uh big room house is a fairly sp- if i showed you a song you'd be like oh songs like that is mayonnaise a genre? I, i'm sure i would probably like th- these all describe a particular thing but like oh my god <laughs> can we just stop the fact that i can tell you what big room house is in a few words with an actual description to me makes it an actual genre as opposed to people who are trying to define like the difference between like synth wave and like outrun and you're like well this one just sounds more drivey and All you right. have to like make up words to describe it then you're that now that's a pseudo genre yeah <laughs> that doesn't exist uh but yeah i we should finish this <clears> off so please uh please let me know if you have if i have asked too many questions i will do better next time no that's perfect uh i look forward to seeing your beautiful faces on the beautiful faces on the live feed you guys are awesome well i am sorry to disappoint because none of our faces are fucking beautiful you're such a nice fan though hey settle down <laughs> Like, I, I feel cooler just being, like... Stay floofy. I, I'm just going to stop uh, right there. Sincerely, your number one fangirl, Coyote Sky. Hot uh, damn. Well, well, thank the you. Jungle Woman. <laughs> the Amazonian. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Is that how she signed it? No. The Amazonian. I'm just calling her a jungle woman for living in the fucking jungle. Jesus. I don't know how you do that. Jungle Jesus? I, I couldn't. Uh, but yeah, uh, we should sign off, I guess. Uh, so good idea. Oh, oh my god, yawning. Uh, it's tired time. So, uh, we would definitely like speak for yourself, guy who doesn't work. (laughs) We would like to thank uh, Omari for our logo and also Scream Fox for the intro because they're awesome. Uh, we would like to thank all of our fans and our patrons who are all very special and. 
dear to us and everything. We love you. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, criticisms, anything like that, you can get a hold of us by sending an email to us at unfurled.net. That is us at unfurled.net. Uh, alternatively, our site, unfurled.net, has a contact form you can reach us at. Also links to our Patreon, Telegram chat, YouTube channel, um, Twitter, uh, iTunes, all of that. All found right there, unfurled.net. Go check that out. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube on the stream, be sure to drop a comment and like and subscribe to the channel because we're supposed to say that on all of the fucking shit because it helps our I'm numbers. pretty sure it's like part of the YouTube terms of service yeah, and community it, guidelines. Yeah, it helps our numbers and we definitely don't want to piss off YouTube's new community guidelines. I've already sworn that. like 30 times in this entire podcast yeah. we're banned. Um, but yeah, other than that, I love doing this to him. Good night. It's so much fun. <laughs> Good fucking night. <laughs> Throw those headphones. And just remember, as always, beware clown fuckzilla. <laughs> we love you and we'll miss you. <laughs>